This is How Curious from KGOU, exploring tall tales, legends, and rumors in Oklahoma. I'm your host, Caitlin Howard. On the Kayamichi River in southeastern Oklahoma, Mike Pong searches for something glistening. The water will take the gold with it. So we look for the concentrated areas of water, which is where you're going to find the concentrated areas of gold. Pung is president of the Gold Prospectors of Oklahoma City. Other members are spread out across the river, using a variety of equipment in hopes of finding gold. This includes a high banker, a long sloped piece of equipment that gravel is shoveled into and rinsed through with water. The person who inspired me to learn more about gold and its history in Oklahoma is KGOU listener Alex McSpadden. He became intrigued by the idea of striking it rich after vacationing in Colorado, a state known for its gold. So he brought that curiosity back to his home state of Oklahoma. I was surprised to find out there's a lot of gold that was brought here by other people. And it's the stories behind that gold that makes it so much different than what you would just find naturally in the earth. It's something that is almost woven into the fabric of the history of the state. McSpadden was also left wondering what recently has been found. There's a lot of legends from old times, but what are we still finding in our current day that would lead us to believe there's still more out there? I brought this question to Pung, who has been gold prospecting for over a decade. I got my first flash in the pan, seen a piece of gold, and I was hooked. Gold fever set in, and I haven't been able to let go since. His love of gold has led Pung across the state, finding gold in the Cimarron River, the Red River, and the Arkansas River. What Pung has discovered is typically smaller than granulated sugar, since Oklahoma does not produce much natural gold. But Cash Best, a member of the Gold Prospectors of Oklahoma City, says it is not about the payoff. It's just really an expensive hobby for many of us. For, for even the guys that are going out and picking up a few, you know, three or four ounces in a year, that's not professional. This hunt for gold in Oklahoma spans back centuries. During the 16th century, Spanish explorer Francisco Vasquez de Coronado crossed part of Oklahoma in search of the seven cities of gold. And by the 17th century, another Spanish explorer ended up in the Wichita Mountains. Here is Jamie Dodson, historian and treasure hunter. The Spanish, they had a never-ending quest for gold. Uh, any area they went through, they were searching for gold. I mean, they not only came through Oklahoma, they made their way up Kansas, Arkansas, Missouri. For these Spanish explorers, Oklahoma also served as a hiding place for gold. They would come out of Colorado, New Mexico, with the gold that they were carrying down to the Gulf to be transported back to Spain. But they would winter here in Oklahoma. So a lot of times the, they would hide their gold here and for whatever reason not be able to make it on down to the Gulf. Stashing gold in the state did not stop with the Spanish. Instead, it continued with outlaws who had come through Oklahoma, such as the notorious Jesse James. In 1876, James supposedly hid $2 million worth of gold in the Wichita Mountains that was stolen from Mexicans. Again, Dodson. They were traveling during the winter and there was a, a bad blizzard. Uh, 
So they stop through the gold into the ravine, kick some dirt over the top of it. Jesse and the other members of the gang basically carved into a brass bucket a contract. The contract itself was a uh, kind of treasure map to explain how to find some of the money. This gold and similar hidden treasure is highly sought after, but Dodson says it is difficult to know what has been discovered. It's been rumored things have been found over the years. You're not going to get anyone to really say, hey, you know, look at me, I found it, because that's just not how treasure hunting goes. It's a very secretive bunch. They don't publish or publicize their findings very often. Aside from hidden treasure, the Wichita Mountains stayed on people's radar who were eager to find natural gold. Even though Oklahoma did not experience a gold rush the size of some western states, more than 2,500 shafts were sunk in the Wichita Mountains from 1901 to 1907. A Lawton News Republican headline from the time declared the boom is now on. But these miners were driven by speculation, since the U.S. government found there was not paying quantities of gold in the Wichita Mountains. This did not stop scammers from making it appear the area was filled with gold. Along with outlaws, Dodson says the short-lived gold rush attracted scammers who would create fake gold mines by firing shotgun shells full of gold into rocks and salting mines. Basically, the only people that made money during the mining period were people selling shares of the mining stock and the, uh, the ones selling supplies to the miners. The miners themselves, I can't recall any that actually made any money. Most of them lost small fortunes looking here. Once the gold rush settled down, the government pushed remaining prospectors out of the Wichita Mountains. Today, gold prospecting and treasure hunting are prohibited in the area. Back on the Kayamichi River, members of the gold prospectors of Oklahoma City float a large dredge across the river, pulling gravel from the bottom like a vacuum cleaner. But Pung returned to the basics of gold prospecting. Well, they say all mining starts with a pan and ends with a pan. As Pung shakes the gravel, he makes a discovery. How many people in the world have actually seen this gold? Just these people here. How much responsibility and honor is that in finding a piece of gold? After parting ways with the gold prospectors, I called McSpadden to discuss my experience. I think it's great to think that because of how wide and varied the routes were and how many different civilizations actually came through this state throughout history, that even though there are certain spots where it's rumored to be buried, there could still be gold anywhere based on who happened to be living and dying in the past in that particular spot. So I, I just think it's great to think that you never know where you're going to find it. It could turn up anywhere in this state because we're not just looking for rocks, we're looking for history. And that could be right under us and we'd never know it. That is it for this episode of How Curious. The show is a production of KGOU Public Radio. It is produced by me, Caitlin Howard, and this episode was edited by Logan Layden. David Gray composed our theme music. And if you have an Oklahoma-related question, email curious at kgou.org.